Hey guys, you're listening to another episode of Brew Roots. I'm Emily. And I'm Matt. And this is the podcast that brings you the stories behind your favorite beer. Oh man, Emily, what a week. We got hammered with rain and it's finally starting to feel like fall. Even though last week we said it felt like fall. Yeah. Fall is here. It's it's truly here, except today was like 80 degrees. Yeah, but it's coming. But I feel it. I'm feeling a little sick today, so and that's how I know it's here. Yeah, <laughs> the allergies have been terrible and... Uh, Maybe it, that's what it is. Do you think it's allergies? I'm going to look on the bright side and say it's allergies so that I don't believe that I'm sick and get sicker. I'm no doctor, but I'm no doctor. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what do we have on the docket this week, Emily? Well, this week we talked to Earth Eagle Brewing. They're out of Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Yeah, it's a really fun interview and uh, I'm excited for you guys to listen to it. This one was recorded back in February, but... We talk a lot about some relevant stuff that's happening now. Very fresh. Be fresh. Yeah. How was your week? It was great. It's great. And the weekend is here, and I'm really excited. I need a fun fact to tell my friends this weekend, though, Emily. I got you. So, I recently learned, in, in honor of the Texas State Fair, which is taking place, I think it's this week. Yeah. Um, this is the State Fair. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but it's huge, and it's in Dallas. Yeah, they deep fried butter. Ew. No, I'm just telling you. That sounds like a recipe for me vomiting immediately. So the winner of the prize for most creative fried food was fried beer. Ooh. I know. I don't know if I'd like that. Yeah, so the guy's name was Mark Zabel, and he's quoted as saying, why drink beer when you can eat it? Yeah, Yeah. I can't argue that one, I guess. Well, these are like these little raviolis made out of pretzel dough and he basically makes a sort of sticky syrup out of the beer and then deep fries it in the ravioli pockets and i guess he does it just long enough that they cook but not so long that the alcohol content is lost so you actually have to be 21 plus to eat these wow deep fried beer so emily the the million dollar question is would you eat deep fried beer yeah definitely yeah for sure Cool. What well, happened in beer history, though? Oh, man. So let me tell you, it was a riveting day in beer history all the way back in uh, 1835 because uh, Chicago native Jacob Burke was born on this date. Uh, you may ask, who is Jacob Burke? Yeah, who is Jacob Burke? Uh, he is of Chicago's Burke Brothers Brewing Company. And you may ask, who is Burke Brothers <laughs> Brewing Company? Well, that eventually became Chicago's Brewed Limited. Which you may ask what that is, and I would say, look on Google, because I'm not sure. Um, So he was a native from Germany, and he came to the United States in 1853. And by 1882, he was ready to abandon his original trade as a harness maker and opened a brewery with his friend, Fred Wacker. What a natural progression. Yeah, so Harness making to brewing. Why the F not, David Blaine? Why the F not? Cool. So, um, Emily, I feel so rude. I did not ask about your week. How was your week? My week was great. You know, last weekend I witnessed a proposal for the first time. Okay. I've never seen someone propose to somebody in person, so it was really cool. I saw this artist. Her name is Sarah Blacker. She's a local musician. Oh, I know who Sarah Blacker is. Yeah, and her man, Aaron Katz, was on the drums that night, and... They did the whole show. It was beautiful. They go outside, you know, get some fresh air. Everybody's like standing ovation, encore, encore. They come out and he's like 
so beat red in the face like I could tell something was about to happen and he got on the mic and was like oh I met this girl you know three years ago and it's been such a great time and I'm like oh my god he's gonna propose and everybody's like oh my god and they passed out champagne and I was like just living for it it was really sweet that's incredible well congratulations Sarah and Aaron congrats that's amazing all right so on to the episode Emily do you want to introduce it all right this week from Brew Roots Earth Eagle Brewings out of Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Cheers. <laughs> All right. So we are here in lovely Portsmouth, New Hampshire, just uh, 30 miles north of Brew Roots headquarters. So those who are playing where in the world is uh, Brew Roots, San Diego, you can get an idea. Um, and we're here at Earth Eagle Brewery in uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire with Alex. What's going yeah, on? Not too much, man. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you for uh, taking some time. We got caught in traffic yesterday, so we couldn't make it, but... You were super, super able to fit us in today, so I yeah, appreciate it. I figured it. if I waited around for you, it would have been a, an ugly interview. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I appreciate it. Um, so, how are you? I'm great. How about oh, yourself? I can't complain. It's awesome. a nice weather out. I think we're gonna we're in between a little storm right now, so yep. it's yep. nice, not too humid out, so yeah. can't complain. All right, so right off the bat, your role at Earth Eagle. So, I am co-owner. Oh, sorry. And yep. first memory of beer. First memory of beer. Yes. Oh, geez. It's uh, probably when I was like six or seven years old. Um, but I won't throw my parents under the bus. Uh, so uh, first recollection of actually going out to get beer of my own was probably in my teenage years. So I, I'll keep that under wraps, too. <laughs> um, but I am co-owner here at Earth Eagle Brewings, as well as A&G Homebrew Supply in the front of the building. That's awesome. I was going to ask yeah. you if you guys had a connection between those two. So. Very good. Um, what was the beer that turned you on to craft beer? Jeez, it was, uh, you know, early on it was probably the, the Catamount beers out of Vermont. Okay, cool. And uh, some the early Harpoon and Guinness, obviously. So a little bit of Todd Mott in the past. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Very cool. Um, so tell us about yourself. Like, what did you do prior to Earth Eagle? So I've, you know, had many different careers. Uh, I started out as a pipe fitter and welder, did construction work for a number of years, uh, decided I wanted to, you know, go in a different direction, went into uh, massage therapy to follow my spiritual path, uh, did that for a number of years. And uh, the hobby of homebrewing was always in the wings. I had started doing that in the early 90s. And, uh, you know, over time, it just became a passion and became more and more relevant that that was really what I wanted, what we, what I would like to do as a career. And uh, my business partner, Butch, and I had been homebrewing together for a number of years, and we were traveling a long way to get supplies. Mm. So I decided, well, I'm going to open a homebrew store. Yeah, so Butch wrote a couple books. Now, he's, he's not here. We're not going to talk too much yeah. about him, but he wrote a couple books. He wrote uh, a book on uh, brewing with herbs called Against All Hops. Um, even though that's the title of our book, we do brew with hops here at Earth Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> but we do brew a lot of beers called Groots, which are a style that predate the use of hops in beer. Um, and we've been brewing those beers together for you know almost 10 years now. So, Does Earth Eagle have a, a s specific style, or is it at this point you guys are just brewing whatever? Um, no, we're, because we're a brew pub, we uh, kind of focus on a little bit of everything. I mean, I, give, I think that's the benefit and the beauty of actually being a brew pub. We can... You know, we can brew some Germans and some Belgians and American styles as well as the Groots and have a little bit of fun and keep ourselves interested in what we're trying to do. Talk about the moment where you realized you weren't going to... Do you still practice massage therapy or are you doing this full... 
I, I practiced up uh, when we first started the homebrew store. I was still practicing, mm-hmm. and it quickly became so busy that I had to actually quit my other job. Well, congratulations. So, yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> um, can you tell me the moment that you, you found homebrewing to be less of a hobby and more of a career? Like, what was that, like, aha moment for you? Yeah, so, you know, it was a, a hobby for many years and off and on, and it wasn't until, you know, I met Butch and his sister, who is my wife currently, um, now, <laughs> Gretchen, who currently runs and curr- for the currently and, and now and forever, I hope, she runs the homebrew store, uh, A&G Homebrew Supply, Alex and Gretchen, you know, okay. very clever, you know, so, um, uh, so she and I got together and I met Butch and he started talking about homebrewing and it kind of triggered it, like, oh man, I haven't done that in a while, Let's, let, that'd be cool to do that, so. So we did that again, and after two batches of extract, I was like, you know what? I used to be a pipe fitter and and welder. Why don't I build us an all-grain system out of old kegs? That's so so cool. So I went to it in the garage and built this all-grain system out of half-barrel kegs, and we were off to the races. What's your relationship like with Butch? I don't know if there's a uh, brother-in-law. Yeah, he's my brother-in-law. I don't know if there's a uh, brother-in-law duo that I've heard So. Is yeah. that a, a weird dynamic, or is uh, it? No, you know, I mean, we, we get along well enough. Uh, we, we're able to communicate really good, so that that makes being in business together, you know, passion, you know, fun. Mm. So, uh, let's talk about the events leading up to Earth Eagle being opened. Uh, when did you decide that you wanted to open a brew pub, and why why Portsmouth? Um, Portsmouth, we were living in town. Um, it made sense. The homebrew store. I stumbled on the building that we're in currently, and. Uh, you know, we were looking at the back of the building, and the landlord opened up the space and was just like, yeah, these are old storage units for the front of the building. Nobody know, nobody wants them. We don't know what to do with it. It's kind of tucked down this alleyway. So, And he opened the doors, and I was like, oh, my God, this is it. This is the homebrew store and p- potentially a small nanobrewery. Um, you know, New Hampshire had recently just passed the nanobrewery license, so it made it a lot easier for us to actually get our foot in the door. Yeah, that's why we have places like Outhouse and we have exactly. yourself. So. Yeah, so we started out on a little one-barrel system and just a small 20-person tap room uh, selling four-ounce samples. And in we'll be six years old in November, and we've gone from a nano. I went up and changed laws in New Hampshire so we could serve pints. That was the Nano Plus license that um, got changed. So we went to that license, and then we quickly realized that on our little one-barrel slash two-barrel system, we couldn't keep up. Mm. So it was time to become a brew pub. What are you at now? Uh, we're on a five-barrel system now. Cool. Um, so now the brew pub I saw in there, you guys are serving. Is it a full f- course meal, or is it yep. – I saw, like, charcuterie, and, and I yeah, looked we, very we briefly. we do a little yeah. bit of everything. We have salads and sandwiches and entrees and charcuterie and cheese boards. Yep. Are you a chef as well? Or no, 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 just, no, no. No, just uh, – <laughs> I wish. I wish I understood the kitchen side a little better. Now, so the kitchen side, are you guys – are they making – Neil's paired with a beer or is it just kind of you guys work in conjunction yeah we do a little bit of both um you know our chefs tend to try and use the beer that we make in in everything we do from our chili to you know braising meats or whatever we're doing so mm-hmm. what is the first beer you brewed first brew uh geez <laughs> well the first brew that was done for this particular business was the new england gangsta which is our uh I just IPA. Saw it, actually yeah i yeah. saw a keg of it yeah and uh has that how has that changed throughout the years it's changed only in the sense that we uh, grew our our barrelage Mm -hmm. so every time we went from a one to a two to a five barrel system we had to tweak the recipe to get the ibus right where we wanted it so you know 
that's right. about it. So we talked a little bit about the past. We got we got a good understanding of who you are, Alex. Let's talk about currently. So Earth uh, oh my god. Earth, <laughs> Earth Eagle. Eagle. Sorry. I'm <laughs> Earth Eagle uh, is located in on High Street in Portsmouth. What is the number in High Street? We are at one sixty five High Street. You guys opened, you said six years ago? Yep, six years in November. So you're going on six We're years. We're going right? on our six years. So tell us about the first year where you are you shocked to be at six years? Uh, yes. <laughs> if you if you saw us when we first opened, you'd be surprised too. Um, we were definitely home brewers becoming professional brewers, so we were still pr- um, using a lot of homebrew equipment to pull off what we were attempting to do. What are some learns that you would uh, you know say to somebody who may be in the same position that you were six years ago? Be prepared to work your tail off for seventy hours a week or more. So you said you're. Your co-founder, co-owner. Uh, what other hats do you wear here? Uh, you know, I brew. I you know, uh, pr- brewery production manager, um, and manage the whole thing pretty much. You know, here and there, <laughs> it's a little bit of everything, pretty for sure. Do you guys have a head head brewer? Uh, we do have a a head brewer. I guess I would be considered the lead brewer, mm-hmm. um, brewery production manager. Um, Courtney Caslow uh, is our head brewer. Um, she's been with us for about two years now. What do you guys have uh, coming up for the summer? Any cool brews? Yeah, so we're playing around with a couple of sour recipes. Um, we do a, um, a fruited sour. And are you kettling or are you doing... Yeah, we're yep. doing sour kettles. Um, we're using yogurt for our fruited sours oh, for cool. our um, souring agent. Yep. Um, and then we're doing... We do one with guava, we do one with mango, and one with strawberry. Mm-hmm. And then we also do our goza, which is just a straight... Um, classic goza and then we do another one with plum what made you get into those different types of beers and what was the learning curve for those? yeah it was uh, actually todd mott was the one that turned me on to a goza in the first place i had never really had one and um, he had just finished working at portsmouth brewery and was opening up tributary and wanted to do a little collaboration in the meantime of his off t- off time so we made a goza together and that was the first time i had ever had one so awesome beer one of my favorites <laughs> sure. um all right, what's at your what's in your fridge at home? What are you drinking? Oh, geez, what do I have? I have some uh, Black Hog out of Connecticut. Uh, their THC um, series. I can't remember which hops are in this particular one right now. But Billion types of hops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you have a guilty pleasure beer. Hmm, that's a tough one. I don't. You know, I, I guess the one that would throw me under the bus the most would be like when you see me drinking a Miller Lite. Okay, nothing wrong with that. We get that answer <laughs> quite often. Um, when you're crafting a recipe with Courtney, or if you're, you said you're lead brewer, uh, are you food driven, idea driven? Where do you get the inspiration? Yeah, I, I, I think I think about the flavors of the ingredients that are going into the beer, and that's where I get my inspiration. Hmm. Any crazy beer that you were trying to make and it just didn't work out? Oh... Um, we've had a couple. Uh, one we tried to make the first was an absinthe-based beer. That's cool. Yeah. So <laughs> it was like with wormwood and star anise and all the other ingredients that go into a, into um, absinthe. And wormwood's really bitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you overdo wormwood, you know it. Is there a trend? I know I asked you this earlier. Is there a trend in craft beer that you'd like to see? Maybe not go away, but maybe people lay off the gas. Yeah, you know, I'm. I, everybody's really big in the the hazy IPA thing. It's really not our style. 
Um, I'm a, a classic brewer in the sense that I like to see, you know, see through my beer perhaps a little bit more. So you say classic brewer. Who taught you how to brew? Are you completely self-taught? It was just self-taught, you yep. know, home brewing for years and, you know, BJCP guidelines. Yep. You know. Reading, reading, yeah, reading. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, if you weren't brewing, what would you be doing to that? Or if you weren't running Earth Eagle, what would you be doing? I don't even know. I don't know. You I wouldn't don't go back to massage therapy? I, I don't, you know, I, I loved massage therapy and it was a great career, but... Uh, you know, over time, it really starts to wear on you physically. Mm -hmm. So we're in Portsmouth. This community is thriving. Uh, you, it seems like every other week is having a new restaurant, a new place to go. In the summer, it's hopping. Um, what are you doing to stay relevant in something that's always changing? Uh, I think that you know, Earth Eagle, because we do a little bit of everything, our beer menu is always changing and always evolving, and our food menu is always evolving. So I think that keeps us relevant because there's always something new on tap and different. I would say in the last 15, 15 years, Portsmouth has become more of a destination. Um, why do you think Portsmouth is becoming like that? Uh, I think location. You know, it's, it's close to Boston. It's close to Portland. Um, you can really access the mountains, the ocean. Everything's really close from here. So it's just a beautiful spot. What are you doing to uh, contribute to the community other than providing great beer? <laughs> Well, uh, you know, I mean, we, we definitely support local charities in, in, in any way that we can, all, you know, as often as possible. Are you getting local ingredients or anything, or where do you get most of your ingredients? Uh, here and there, we'll, well, we do have a woman that does uh, some foraging for our local um, herbs for our groots. Um, and then we also do use Blue Ox uh, Malt House out of Maine yep. for some of, their, some of their grains as well. A lot of people are using uh, Blue Ox these days, so yeah. shout out to them. You guys are killing it. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. Um, is there a style of beer you will not brew? A hazy IPA. A hazy IPA. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're at six years. What's the next five years going to look like for uh, you know, I hope Eagle? I hope uh, another 30 seats indoor year-round would be great. Okay. Um, that's kind of what we're focusing on, you know, and that and just tightening out, mm -hmm. you know, tightening up the what we have here and you know, getting it tight. So you like the location you're at? You getting it tight. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you like the location you're at? Love you want to stay? Yeah, for sure. That's good. All right. So we talked about the past. We talked about the present. We just got into the future. Um, what beers do you want? Do you see yourself brewing in the future? What beer haven't you brewed right now that you want to brew? Um, well, I'm currently working on an IPL recipe. Um, you know, I like really crisp, clean, light, easy drinking beers. And uh, I think that's kind of where my focus is at the moment. All right, Alex, let's talk about this because we're yeah. both drinking the IPL right now. And you threw a couple of things at me while I was setting up. So tell me, what, what, sure. are, what are we drinking? So it's a beer called Natsu, which is uh, summer in Japanese. Okay. Um, it has Sriracha Ace hops in it and Centennial hops, so you get some of that lemon, lemongrass, and some of that citrusy grapefruit from the Centennial, so it almost kind of, you get the graininess of the Pilsner, so it kind of gives you like this fruity pebbles almost characteristic. You said IPL. For those listeners who aren't familiar yeah. with an IPL, that stands for? It's an India Pale Lager, lager. basically. Um, and this is four and a quarter, you said, percent? 4.7. 4.7. Um, what is the beer Earth Eagle is most known for? Uh, I'd say New England Gangsta is right. Oh, that's up right. Yep. Yep. That's our, our kind of our flagship IPA. Not that we really have a flagship, but it's definitely the beer that you know people know most. All right. So let's do some social media plugs. Where can we find you guys on online and 
Yeah, uh, we have uh, eartheaglebrewings.com is our website. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can follow us in all those fashions. Talk about the homebrew uh, store as well. I mean, let's, yeah. let's so shout that out. We've yeah. also got A&G Homebrew Supply. Uh, it's located at the same space at 175 High Street. Um, we have not only all the ingredients and supplies to make your own beer and wine at home. We also have cheese making supplies, uh, tons of books. And we recently just got our liquor license, so we're also supplying other local regional um, craft breweries um, products in in the shop what are some uh, breweries that you really dig that are around the area so deciduous is right up there is one of my faves Um, you know garrison city up in dover chapel in maine tributary Um, some of those guys we can't really get a lot of their products because they're still too small but um, but right now you know we're getting a lot of great rhythm in stock uh, stone face in stock um, you know black hog and you know, uh, neighborhood brewing out of Exeter. So, yeah. the craft beer scene is awesome. Yeah, there's really a ton yeah. of breweries <laughs> around here. It is hard to get uh, bad beer in this in in this area. I feel like so. Uh, cheers to you know Southern New Hampshire for yeah, really sure. honestly like kicking butt. Even you know Kittery with Tributary and so. Uh, I, Alex, thank you so much for taking some time out of your data to do this. Um, we're gonna ask just one last question. Uh, what are you most proud of? doesn't have to be with earth eagle but what are you most proud of <laughs> that's a weird question that's a tough question i don't even know how to answer that um i mean I, I guess i'm most proud of the fact that we are still in business after six years you know it, it's not easy to start something and then keep it going and keep it relevant that's definitely something to be proud of so yeah. congratulations on six years and let's let's cheers to six more yeah. thanks man and beyond cheers. you know yeah <laughs> cheers <laughs> excellent all right thank you <laughs> What a great interview. Yeah, it was fun. I had a lot of fun driving up to Portsmouth. Uh, I love Portsmouth. I, I mentioned in the interview that the area has vastly changed from even when I was in high school, and it's so cool. So many good restaurants and really, really kick-ass beer. Um, Southern New Hampshire is kicking butt right now. Yeah, that's where it's at. I am loving Portsmouth. It's kind of like the alternative destination to Boston right now for going out with your friends, grabbing a couple of beers. Do you ever go to Portsmouth Brewing Company? Of course. It's a good one. Love Portsmouth Brewing Company. Yeah. Cool. So next week, I'm really, really excited about next week's episode. And I'm not going to tell you much more until we plug our social media. So, Emily. You can find us everywhere at Brewroots on everything, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can email us info at brewroots.com. Also, find us at brewroots.com, where I've been posting some funny blog posts for Hell your yeah. enjoyment. Yeah, you can also listen to us on SoundCloud, YouTube, Stitcher, iTunes, and Spotify. Spotify. And that's just to name a few, because I think we're on pretty much every podcast directory. Mm-hmm. Humble brag. Yeah, and people are like reposting our stuff, too. So Which is really We're pretty hard to not find. Yes. So next week, uh, I think next week's going to be a two-part episode. We haven't recorded it yet, but it's obviously Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a ton of cool history about October to- Oktoberfest. So um, gear up. I'm get really ready. excited because I love history and beer. And if you guys didn't catch our episode last week about pumpkin beer, that's the perfect intro to fall. Definitely check it out. Yes. We tried like 10 different pumpkin beers on the air and also talked about why we brew beer with pumpkin in the first place. My favorite message actually to get is when someone says, hey, I binged listened to all your podcasts. I'm like, damn, thank you so much. Yeah, you must really like beer. Yeah. It's awesome. really like Us too. Emily or Maya's voice. We have great voices. Yeah, I got a, someone told me that they love your voice. 
My voice? Yeah. Oh, stop it. It wasn't even a creepy dude. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Now I'm going to like turn it up. You, you got to. Yeah. All right. Well, we're just getting goofy now because we had a couple beers. So <laughs> till next week. Cheers, guys. Cheers. <laughs>